Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer turned freelancer and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about budgeting and especially when it comes to being a self-employed creative or freelancer or business owner I want to disclaim again as I always disclaim in every single episode one I'm not an accountant or a financial advisor I'm also not like a money expert this is just something that I was really bewildered with for a long time during my self-employed journey for the past two-ish years and I figured why not share some of the small bits of wisdom or small strategies that have just helped me feel more secure in my finances and help guide me into a like more stable place when it comes to my finances. So that's what I'm sharing today. I'm sharing what I'm going to call like 101 when it comes to budgeting just because I think there's a couple of things that are just kind of missed or or feel obvious or they're not really talked about too much in the community just like the nitty-gritty of just small things like paying yourself how to track your things um just little finance tips that are smaller than like pricing or you know long-term accounting um that i just wanted to share some insight to and hopefully help somebody out there who was struggling like i was when i first started out or early in my career on just how to figure out the whole budgeting system and so that's what i'm doing today so i'm going to share with you three major tips um just about like tracking and about budgeting but they all kind of break up into some like mini tips um, underneath those three major umbrellas. So I will be talking about kind of a lot of things in this episode. So if anything is confusing at all, as always, feel free to reach out to me via my Instagram account in the DMs. Um, It's at the Design Diaries podcast or shoot me an email. You're always free to. Without further ado, let's get into it. So if you have listened to my previous episodes, I think I've said this multiple times, but I will say you definitely need to get a separate bank account for your business um, that is different from your personal account. One, um, it's just better practice to start separating those expenses and the and transactions. It's going to be way easier for you when you're doing your accounting, when you're doing your taxes, and it's also a really good idea to separate your credit cards. Um, so I use a debit card for a while for my business account. But if you can get a credit card associated with that account, then you can start earning cash back and get some really good points with that um, card. And you can start, you know, saving a bit of money because with your business, you're going to be spending a lot of money. Like sometimes I'll buy like a $2,000, you know, course. And that's if I have 2% cash back on that, that's a lot of money that I would have just wasted. So I would definitely make sure that before you start with any of the advice that I'm going to share after this, you get some separate bank accounts and you sign up with a good business credit card, um, a, a great way to check on the different benefits is to go on Nerd Wallet. That's what I use to compare different credit cards and that's how I found the one that I currently use now. So now here are the actual tips. The first thing is you're going to want to track your expenses. And I know that seems just like a really simple and obvious thing. But what I mean by tracking your expenses is I mean um, do it monthly rather than, you know, some daunting 
period of time. I just do it monthly and I have two separate sheets. So I use Google Sheets, but if you have Excel, whatever you want to use, you can even do it in Notion. That's how I track my personal budget. But um, you basically want to have in one place all of your recurring subscriptions, just so you know how much you're being consistently charged or, or paying just for like your overhead. So if you are subscribed to example, like you have your Google domain or your like Google workspace, you have maybe like Notion or ClickUp subscription, Dipsado subscription, anything like that, you're going to want to place in here. And then also at the very end, calculate that. So, you know, you use the formula to um, find the sum or, you know, whatever you use for tracking it. Just make sure you're calculating the sum so that you can see like, okay, per month, let's say I'm spending $400 on just like recurring services and fees and make sure that you are going through your actual like bank account and seeing like what subscriptions are being charged every month rather than just going through your head like which ones you're doing because sometimes you sign up for stuff that's like a free trial and you forget to um, cancel it and you don't realize that you're being charged so it's really good to actually like go down the line in your, your transactions for like last month for example and list everything that is um, recurring and then this is a great way to filter and catch anything that you don't want to be recurring or that anything that you want to cancel. Um, and just having a running list like this is really, really great. If you decide, you know, you want to cut down your expenses, you have it listed there, some things that you could start with. So, um, you never want to be charged for something recurringly that you're not aware of that you're not using. So that's number one, just recurring subscriptions. So, you know, your monthly charges and another sheet you want to have all of your one-time charges or like large expenses and what I mean by this is like if you buy a course if you buy like a new computer if you pay for a photo shoot um, if you um, have for example contractors that you work with um, that are working on things for your business for example like if you have a virtual assistant that you've like purchased a VIP day for for example that's something if it was a virtual assistant that works with you on a monthly basis on a retainer that's something that you would put in your um, other sheet with the recurring subscriptions or the recurring charges um, but you want to separate your one-time or you know um, less occurring charges separate from your recurring subscriptions so that way um, you're not accidentally um, mistaking like what's happening every month versus like what's something that happened in January or what's something that's happening in, in September. So this is a great way also to just see what you're spending too much money on. So what I like to do with this whenever I'm tracking my expenses, you know, recurring versus one time, I like to see if there's anything that is one time that I'm like needing to save up towards that I could save money with the recurring subscriptions with, if that makes sense. So if I wanna save up for a brand photo shoot and it's gonna cost me like a $1,000, um, but I don't necessarily have, let's say like the $400 and $1,000 to be spending in one month for both of those things, then I know perhaps I should split up the photo shoot payments into three months, or perhaps I should, you know, pause some of my subscription fees for this month, or maybe I should, you know, cut my hours with my virtual assistant for that month. So it's a great way of just making sure you're not overspending in one month. So that's why I recommend doing it monthly, because basically in your sheet of one-time charges or large expenses, I have it set up per month. So in my sheet, I have like January, here's the expenses, and I have February, here's the expenses. And then um, whatever that number for February is, for example, I'm going to add the $400 from the other sheet to that. 
So um, I hope I'm making sense because I know this is like a very visual kind of tutorial that I'm giving right now, but via a podcast. But essentially, you can do this however you want layout wise, but you just want to make sure that you're able to easily just glance at your sheet and just know at any moment in time in the year how much money was spent. And that's the whole point of it. It doesn't need to be like crazy nitty gritty. I don't track things like, you know, 10 bucks buying, you know, my assistant like a coffee is thank you. I don't keep track of like, you know, necessarily like a $10 Instagram ad that I bought. Um, I do think that is smart to do once you are further in your finance and accounting journey. But in the beginning, that stuff is really overwhelming. So I just like to track recurring ones and then also my like large ones and I also like to give myself kind of like a a miscellaneous genre of like 50-ish dollars maybe per month of just random spends just like maybe on a font or on um, a template or you know um, an ad things like that that are smaller not not as significant Um, so I do put that in my like recurring subscription sometimes as a projection but Moral of the story is track your expenses in like a very simplistic form and just make sure you're on top of it. Make sure it's accurate and that it's within, you know, a couple hundred dollars um, of accuracy whenever you're looking at it per month. The next thing that you want to do is then track and project your monthly income. So I did post a reel about this on my main Instagram account, which is at 18 Design. So if you want to look at that reel, I would highly recommend it. However, um, basically the idea behind this is that you want to do the same thing layout wise as your expenses sheet. So like, you know, January is how much I make, February is how much I make. Um, And how you can project that is just basing off of the services that you provide and your booking history. So if I tend to book like two branding projects and two website projects, I can kind of guesstimate within a couple thousand dollars how much money I'm going to make each month. And using that projection, I can then calculate what I'm able to invest or what I'm able to save and what I'm able to spend on certain expenses. And so I think it's always better to be proactive than reactive when it comes to money. So if you're deciding that like, oh, I know that I want to rebrand, I need, you know, a copywriter, I need a web developer, I need a photographer. So instead of purchasing all of these things and then like trying to recover financially after the fact, it's way better to project your income, plan which months you can afford to book the people, you know, how to divvy up those payment plans and using that projected income and then also keeping track of your expenses to figure out how much buffer, how much money is left after you subtract expenses from your income to spend on these, you know, internal and business development um, ventures. So if you use your income and expenses, you know, from those two sheets, you can calculate what's left and then what's left from that you can then use to figure out um, how much you're saving, how much you're investing, um, etc. And then also it's a really good way of keeping track of like, oh, I'm spending too much or I'm not charging enough or things like that. Um, It's a really good way for you to keep tabs on, you know, am I comfortable with how much buffer I have? Yes or no. Like, is it too little? Is it too large? And how I figure that out is how I pay myself. So I want to transition onto my next tip, which is on paying yourself. Um, I use auto transfer, which is like I use Zelle um, between all my accounts because I have Chase accounts. But 
you can set up an auto transfer essentially between your business and personal bank accounts. What I do is I have an auto transfer that pays me bi-weekly and it's a set amount. Um, I pay myself about 50% of my projected monthly profit um, and that is my like salary. 20% of the monthly profit goes to like my recurring expenses and overhead. So how I calculate that is that I um, did calculate that my recurring subscriptions is about, I will say, anywhere between 15 and 20% of my monthly income. And so that is what I use um, for that. And then I have about 30% left over. 20% of that goes to business savings. And then 10% goes to extraneous expenses, you know, like templates, like workshops, courses, and things like that. Um, so I consider like 10% is goes to like both you know, investment and extraneous expenses. Um, and the, when I refer to business savings, what that essentially means is it's just, I just like to have that liquid cash just like in my checking account. Should I need, you know, to make an investment that I maybe didn't budget for? Should I need to, exam for example, um, you know, pay somebody for something or, or, you know, let's say my like laptop craps out and I have to buy a new one. If I didn't budget ahead of time, and I just don't have like money in my account for it. That puts me in a really tough position. So I keep 20% um, in my account at all times just for emergencies like that. So savings is um, really important in the same way that you would have savings, like an emergency savings for your personal, you want emergency savings for your business. That is just how I divvy up my um, monthly profits into, you know, different allocations. But you really have to decide, like, what works for you. How much money do you want to be paid per month um, for your personal living expenses, you know, for, like, your rent, for, you know, leisure, all of that stuff. And because essentially how I calculate it is that only 50% of my, like, annual income or an annual revenue and profit for the business is my income. And so using that, that's how I then... Um, distill that into my personal budget. So like, you know, if let's say I'm just going to like make up a fake number, let's say I make $50,000. Um, and that is my salary that I'm paying myself from like a $100,000 revenue year after tax. So let's say like $50,000 is what I pay myself. So um, I'm going to then use my own personal um, budget system to um, work with that 50,000. So for example, like let's say I go 30% of that goes to housing and let's say, um, you know, 20% of that goes to my savings. And then like another 30% goes to like living costs and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other ones go to, um, like travel. That's just an example of ways that you can separate budgeting for your life versus budgeting for your business. So I separate my business's revenue and profit from my personal income, and that's how I do it. It's like I pay myself by separating the two accounts, um, and I receive paychecks biweekly as if I were being paid by you know a separate entity, but it is myself. So um, just to recap the numbers, just in case you want to replicate what I do, and like like I said, this is a very flexible number. Um, sometimes it changes depending on how much money I made that month. Um, and so just wanted to disclaim that, but I pay myself 50% of my monthly business profits, 20% goes to recurring expenses and overhead and um, business costs. And that also includes, you know, like any, that also includes some um, like contractor fees and, and support in that regard. 
20% goes to my business savings, so that's like my emergency cash buffer we talked about, and then 10% goes to extraneous expenses. Um, it's just things that I don't necessarily like, you know, hand tally calculate and um, predict or prepare for, but you know, willing to spend just a little bit of money on that. So that's how I divvy up my monthly um, spending, and it's helped me a lot to just kind of have a, a rough estimate of how much money is being spent on everything so I know how much money I always have or I should have in my savings account I have know how much money is going out towards fees and I know how much money is going into my personal bank account so that I can do my own personal budgeting so just to recap all of the different tips that I gave I know I feel like I always do this where I go on like these tangents well that's kind of the whole point of the design diaries but um I get really into all of my little tips and I feel like I kind of get confusing so you can let me know if you're like Alyssa this wasn't helpful I apologize and I will probably have to re-record it or something <laughs> I'll make a YouTube video about it but let me just recap and see if it's helpful for you one mini tip make separate bank accounts have a business credit card with some really good cash back and points use that credit card for all things business and then do not use your personal debit card or credit card um, or anything with your um, business transactions ever Another thing is to track your expenses. How you do that is you do it by month. In one area, you have your recurring subscriptions that are constant every month. In another one, you have one-time um, expenses, one-time charges, and you can balance those two to see how much is being spent every single month by adding those two together. Then the third one is you want to track and project your monthly income um, by just knowing or gauging how many projects you tend to book on average um, and then use that projected income to project how much money is left to spend or to work with after you subtract your expenses using the sheet that you um, created before and so whatever's left you can calculate what you want to use for savings what you want to pay yourself um, and you know how you're going to divvy that up and then so the final tip is like how you pay yourself is that you um act as if you are being paid by a separate entity by sending money from your business account to your personal account on like a consistent basis. I do it bi-weekly. Um, I think it's really dangerous to do it like sporadically, randomly, whenever you need the money. So I like to do a schedule, so a bi-weekly, um, and have a general kind of percentage schematic for how you want to divvy up those funds so like i said about 50 percent goes to me that's my bi-weekly paycheck 20 percent to recurring expenses 20 percent to savings and 10 percent for extraneous expenses so those are my like just high level surface level tips for you on budgeting as a self-employed or you know freelancing creative or business owner um obviously there's like so many more things that you could get into that would really really maximize your ability to budget but these are just things that i think are great for if you're just starting out you don't really know how to get control of your finances and feel better about them um if you have any questions i will hopefully be able to answer them please dm me or send me an email but i'm also considering you know bringing some professionals onto this podcast to talk about some things that i'm not super comfortable being like the final voice on so if that's of any interest to you if you like kind of talking more about money or more about like legal stuff let me know and i'd love to have you know a professional come in and we can talk about some of your questions but i digress i hope you enjoy this episode and i'll talk to you in the next one all right bye Thanks for listening to the Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.